It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X92 Nights X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It is April 27, 2023. I'm Shauna. Beckler is away today. Unfortunately, he wound up getting some sort of late night flu or something. It just sounds awful. He was throwing up and I was just like, stay home, man. Just stay home. So hopefully he is feeling better for tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, lots going on right now. Um, I think we're just going to dive right into it because we've got a, a bunch of stuff to do with Arena, of course, coming up. Um, we may have a special guest on tomorrow as well. I'm going to get into that in the middle of the podcast, though. Uh, we talk about a saying that is being used right now by Premier Danielle Smith that I think is not great for us as Albertans. I think it's kind of instigating the whole redneck stereotype that we're trying to get away from. Got a throwback Thursday, something that used to be really, really hard to do and very stressful as a kid that maybe you can relate to. Uh, There's a friend of the show who has the same name as somebody who is a lobster murderer. I'll explain that later as well. Uh, We have a toxic relationship with winter here in the city, I've discovered, and I'll explain what I mean about that. Something else you simply can't look cool doing, and a list that a friend of the show feels that we need to make public, and I I tend to agree. We'll get to that after the out-of-context clip of the show. Oh, hey, get her done. Yeah, get her done. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So yesterday we got an Instagram message, a voice memo, in fact, from friend of the show, Evan. By the way, thank you very much for using the voice memo feature. We always love when you do this, but this is what he said. I'm just going to jump right to it. Okay, so I think you guys have talked about it. I don't know if you've done it. But if you compile like a list that the public can access for butt terms, because I was having a conversation today with a coworker about someone that had a nice butt, and I just feel like I use the same three terms, either Thunderdome, Bunda, um, actually not even three, just basically two. And I want to spice up my butt vocabulary. So is there any way for us to access that as the public? If not, you guys need to make that accessible. I think it should be mandatory that everyone study it. So we do not have a public thesaurus, as we like to call it, yet. Uh, We have discussed this, though. You're absolutely right, Evan. Uh, Did I ever tell you, though, about the time that I was flying? I was going through security, and I had my laptop with me, and uh, I had my thesaurus, or my list of terms for ass up, and they, they took my laptop aside, and they swabbed it for drugs, as they sometimes do, and so it opened up, and it pinged on to that page so all of a sudden all they see in the biggest boldest of letters is the ass with all of these terms because these are the ones at the top wind bin leather penny love bunker glitter biscuit all of those listed off and i looked at him and i was like it's for work kind of said that without thinking and was like whoever has a list of terms for ass for work he was probably like what is wrong with this woman But I had it open because I was inspired at the airport. You know, you never know when inspiration will strike to add another word to your list of ass. So here we were. But yes, the number of terms are extensive. The poo purse, the impubator, poo cobbler, a poo gobbler, chamber fellow. Those are all new ones I'm testing out for size. I don't know how you feel about those. And then, of course, you resort back to the classics like dumper, taco, kitchen, thunder, dungeon, glitter biscuit, love bunker, your bangers and mash, your Welsh rarebit, pumpernickels, bulbasaur, snorlax, your quizno, your speedometer. Your dorsal dumper, back mid, tub thumper, cheek thistle, slummage temple, stinkish temples, dump shum, fungus spittle, cork, seamer, wind, wind, poop entry. I don't know why I've started to talk like this, but this is the rest of the show. That's good. Okay, good. You get the idea. Mm-hmm. Lots of terms for bots. podcast. It's an officially throwback Thursday on this radio program, and it got me thinking of those moments when you're younger 
when you broke something important to your parents or when you first got your license and you either crashed the parents car or you got your first speeding ticket and you had to break this to them you know i'm nervous even thinking about these moments now it's funny the only accident i've ever been in i was uh i was a fairly new driver and i was actually on a road trip with my mom at the time and we were driving my dad's brand new car I was at a stop sign and I took my foot off the brake for a minute to look at this map of where we were because we were kind of lost and we were in New Brunswick at the time. So the car was rolling forward without me really realizing. And then all of a sudden somebody came ripping around the corner and swerved to avoid us, but scraped the front of my dad's brand new car. And I was beside myself. I was so afraid to tell him. And it was this huge stressor in my life at the time. And I got up the courage to finally let him know. And then he just kind of chuckled. It was seriously the best reaction ever. I did not expect that. But, I mean, of course, looking back in the grand scheme of things, a scratch really isn't a big deal. He was probably just happy that we were okay. But at the time, I was terrified to let him know about this. Same with the first time I got a speeding ticket in my mom's car. I was on, on the way to my parents' cabin, and it was after prom, and I got pulled over, and it was a couple hundred bucks or whatever the ticket might be, and I was just terrified to tell my mom about this. I was beside myself. So I, I called her right then because I just wanted to get it over with. I wanted to get the wrath over with, and once again, of course, she reacted way better than I thought. Looking back, again, it was probably because she was just grateful that I wasn't drinking and driving or something like that. In the grand scheme of things, a speeding ticket is really not a big deal. But at the time, I was just beside myself trying to break them this news. Puts things into perspective a little bit. Like, that was the biggest stress of my my life back then. Now I'm like, yeah, speeding ticket. I get those in the mail all the time. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was driving yesterday and there was this guy in front of me that was driving all over the road, just erratically and driving in the other lane, basically. And I was like, what is going on with this guy? So, of course, when I passed him, I had to, as you do, look in the window to give him that glare, you know, the death stare, the what's wrong with you? You're an idiot stare. And as they do, I see that he's on his phone, of course. But he's not texting or with his phone to his ear He's holding his phone out kind of from his face, and clearly he had it on speakerphone. He was chatting away to somebody, and I, man, does that kill me, because I see people doing that so often. In fact, you know what? I've been guilty of it myself, okay, where for some reason, holding the phone away from my head and just having it on speaker makes me feel like it's not as bad as holding it to my face or texting It's basically our way of trying to be stealthy in case we pass a cop, as if we're going to get away with something. You know, like, no, no, I'm not on the phone, sir. See, I'm just holding my phone in my hand. See this? Yep. Not on it. Just touching it with my hand. That's it. Not to my ear, though. So not on the phone. You think the cops are morons? Like, of course they know you're on the phone, especially as they can clearly see that you're speaking into it, okay? And you're doing the hand gestures and everything, but holding it in your hand. No. No, I've fooled you. I've got you good, you freak. and Shauna podcast. I was just reading this interesting article about how Calgary was just voted the second best city for NHL game days. Uh, So this was based on a nine-factor criteria. Championships won, average ticket price, average win percentage, total franchise value, home attendance percentage, average search volume, and then the cost of uh, different things like beer, hot dog, and pop. So obviously, Calgary is mainly up there because of pricing. As, I mean, in comparison to the new arenas in, say, Edmonton, our prices are still relatively reasonable. 
But oh man, once we get that new arena, isn't all that going to change? This really—it's not a great time for this report to come out. I don't think, as the NHL has, of course, been trying to claim the dome experience lacks in comparison to other rinks. That was a big push, right? Uh, also for the whole concert thing, which also has been proven. A lot of people saying that Edmonton are getting the concerts that Calgary isn't. But there was a report and that done recently that actually shows that it's moved to places like Vancouver or Toronto. But neither city is really getting those concerts. So again, another kind of notch on the old belt of this new arena. I have to admit, though, like, I still have a great time at Flames games. And my boyfriend works in hockey, so I've been to a bunch of different hockey arenas, including the new ones. Vegas's new arena, Edmonton's, the Jets a few years ago when that first reopened. Uh, of course, the Toronto. And, I mean, I have just as good a time at the Dome. Is the Saddle Dome shiny? No. Does it have that new car smell? No. But is it still a blast? Yes. And the Dome beers, there's something about them that just gets you super drunk. So, love that too. The UCP probably saw this report, though, and was just like, shh, ex-nay on the report, Shay, okay? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So, of course, a lot of people have very, very passionate opinions about this new arena deal that's come forward. And this is kind of cool, but we're hoping that the mayor of Calgary, Mayor Jody Gondek, is going to join us tomorrow to discuss this arena deal right as it happened uh, about a minute after the official announcement was made. I messaged the camp of the mayor and asked if there was any way that she maybe would come on and discuss this with us. So I was also asking if anybody had questions for the mayor. If you do, you can still let us know if you're listening to this today. Day, uh, April 27th. Shoot us uh, a text at 238-9929. We can check that out tomorrow. You can also email us xmornings at x929.ca. Let us know if you've got a question that you would like us to ask the mayor. We did get a couple texts after this. One person said, why don't you ask why a 70% taxpayer-funded handout to billionaires was not put to a vote of residence like the Olympics was? And they said, I dare you to ask that. And I was like, oh, heck yeah, I will definitely ask that. Also, uh, somebody said, why aren't the Flames ownerships paying more? Uh, also, someone was saying, is there accessibility upgrades for people with disabilities at the new arena, or will there be? So, a few questions there. And again, if you have another one, please let us know. Uh, hopefully, tomorrow we'll have the mayor on. If not, it will happen on Monday. The and Shauna Podcast. So, Beckler and I always like to talk about the things that you just can't look cool doing. You know, things like stubbing your toe. You know, no matter what, if you stub your toe, you're just not going to look cool. Uh, now, I don't... I don't mean to call it a friend here, but on the weekend, he had one of these moments when we were out. So there were a few of us, and uh, this friend is newly single. And so uh, he was dressed up, and he was in a nice blazer, and he was he was dressed to impress. He was looking for a lady. And uh, all of a sudden, mid-dinner, as he's trying to impress this girl that he's sitting beside, he gets the hiccups. And I was just like, oh, no. So here he is trying to have a serious conversation, look cool and, you know, look a little attractive, look sexy. And all of a sudden it's, hey, how are you <gasps> today? Yeah, that was <gasps> and the hiccups start coming. And my God, he could not get rid of those things to save his life. You just you can't look cool when you have the hiccups. When you're trying to have a serious conversation like, oh, hey, like I'm back. <gasps> What's your name? You can't do it, right? And then you desperately are trying to get rid of it. And then you go in almost panic mode because you're like, how do I get rid of these as fast as possible? He went to the bathroom and he was trying all kinds of remedies. One point he's like holding his nose and water is pouring out of his... And I'm just like, this is... 
If you're trying to attract somebody, this is probably not the best way of doing it, okay? Just one more to add to the list if I could. Having the hiccups, you just can't look cool if you're doing that the whole night. You just can't. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I'm not sure if you watched the new arena deal announcement that happened a couple days ago. Uh, I'm sure you've heard about it by now, but I don't know if you watched it live. Uh, I did. One point, Danielle Smith, though, says, Albertans, we like to say, let's get her done. And I heard that, and I was kind of half listening. I was actually in the shower at a time, multitasking, as one does. And I heard that, and I stopped. I was like, did she just say, get her done? And it's funny, this isn't the first time she's used that tagline. It seems to be part of her party's mantra, almost. But I was just killing myself, because I'm like, okay, come on. Like, people already falsely view this province as backwoods rednecks. We're trying to prove them wrong. It's been working, sort of. But now we're using get her done as the the provincial government's kind of tagline. I feel like that's kind of just doubling down on this view, the stereotypical view of Alberta. Is it just me? Am I the only one who hears? I'm like, what? I actually looked it up. And yes, there are other instances of her recorder saying get her done. It truly is part of the part. I don't fully understand it. I really don't. Although now that I think about it, I'm like, maybe what we should do is reclaim that saying. Maybe we should just own it as our own and use it all the time. Like, let's just bring that to us. So we'll be like, no, that's that's true what we think we're getting it done okay we're getting it digging it going and get her done maybe that should be the new tagline for our show as well beckler and shauna getting her done instead of saying hello to people maybe all albertans should just greet people with get her done eh? hey steve get her done oh john get her done to you too eh? oh hey get her done yeah get her done the beckler and shauna podcast Demology with shauna so I learned the etymology of the phrase balls to the wall yesterday. Uh, The definition of balls to the wall, I'm sure you know, but it's doing something with maximum effort, essentially. And this is really simple, and I'd never really thought of this before, but the expression comes from military planes. So in a lot of planes, control sticks are topped with a ball-shaped grip. The throttle, for example, had a ball-shaped grip at the top. So to get maximum power... You'll push the ball grip all the way forward to the front of the cockpit, the wall, essentially. And here's the thing. The front of the cockpit is also called the firewall because it prevents an engine fire from reaching the rest of the plane. So you're putting the ball grip to the firewall for full throttle. In other words, the balls are literally to the wall. Another control is the joystick. Pushing it forward sends a plane into a dive. So, again, literally pushing the balls to the firewall would put a plane into a maximum speed dive. Again, maximum effort. Balls to the wall. So it's essentially the plane version of pedal to the metal. Hmm. Has nothing to do with testicles attached to a wall. Nothing to do with testicles against a wall. It's probably for the best, but I did not ever think of that, and it makes perfect sense. Now we know. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was chatting with friend of the show Craig yesterday, and he mentioned that his full name is Craig Landry. Then he said, but not the Craig of the murder for lobster case. I was like, excuse me? Not the, what is the murder for lobster case? So I Googled this, And sure as hell, there is a man named Craig from Nova Scotia who was arrested for murdering a man who he suspected of frigging with his lobster traps. This is the most East Coast crime I think I've ever read about in my life. So I guess what happened is three Maritimers who run this fishing boat suspected that a fellow rival fisherman had cut their lobster traps. 
So they, of course, confronted this man. And then one sailor, the Terry of the group, shot the man with a shotgun. They then rammed his fishing boat with theirs, and the dude went overboard. So they dragged him through the Atlantic on a giant fishing hook. They then attached an anchor to him and set him to the bottom of the sea. Would you keep up with all this? Let's go back a bit here. A fisherman who frigged with a lobster trap was shot at, rammed by a rival fishing boat, tossed overboard, dragged by a fish hook, and then drowned by an anchor. What in the God's name? Also, what a story to be associated with. We've talked before about how tough it would be to share a name with, you know, a notorious killer or something like that. But this is something else. Although, what a conversation starter also. Yes, I'm Craig. Nice to meet you. But don't worry. Not the murdering lobster trap, Craig. It's Excuse me. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So the weather is starting to look up. In the 20s all next week, they're saying, finally. And that's just phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. But it's been... It's been an awful spring so far. It's been cold and there's been so much snow. And guess what? Just before this nice weather comes, just one more time, we may be getting some flurries today. Hopefully nothing more than flurries, but maybe just a few more snowflakes. And you know what I've recently realized? I've decided that Calgary is currently in a toxic relationship and we're being stalked by winter. It just won't let us go. Stop following us, winter. It's time to move on. Okay, we're trying to get into a relationship with spring here, and you're a stage nine clinger. Move it! The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? So this is kind of a bonus etymology for you because I was reading about this. So the word asinine, which assembly, it means foolish or stupid, that kind of thing. Uh, so asinine comes from the Latin word asinus, which means stupid, but also like an ass or a donkey. So just as it sounds, ass nine, but assness also a hilarious word to me. But here's the thing. Um, it kind of has the same meaning as it does today, but it caught on because it was a loophole for being able to see ass. So back when people were, you know, trying to be more proper and didn't want to be vulgar, they liked the word asinine mainly because it meant that they could say ass and not get in trouble for it. You know, people really haven't changed much, have they? Really? I mean, we still, to this day, love saying the word ass. Everybody still chuckles at it. And back then, they did as well. So that's why ass nine became so popular, because people enjoyed that it sounded like ass, which was a vulgar word. They wanted to get away with it. God bless us as humans, you know? Always immature. Always will be. Always have been. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative, X929, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f***, they're going to say f***. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.